receive it with all humility. In your son's name, amen. All right. So, good morning again. Um, so, if you've been here, you know we're, we've been doing a few series on the family, uh, husbands and then wives, and now uh, for parents and about parenting. Um, so, again, I'm not the only one doing the teaching. We've all been rotating, so this is my turn, even though I tried to get out of it of uh, <laughs> teaching about parenting. I do have two kids, uh, for those of you that don't know. Uh, but they're four and two, so I don't have a lot of experience. Um, and so, like uh, uh, like the others have said, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a little harder to, to talk about that when... Um, it, it, to, to us, it seems harder to talk about it, you know, when we don't have the experience of, of, of years of, of raising children. But... Um, you know, we know. Well, thanks for that encouragement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, you know, we still have the Bible, of course, and that's I say still like that's a last resort. But I mean, we you know that's 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 our 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 focus, and and I mean it's always there, but it it suddenly means something to you when you're a parent. <laughs> like all those scriptures. Oh, okay, that's what it was trying to teach me. So that's. I guess why I say that is 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 it, it starts becoming focused now. So, um, I, where I decided to go with this uh, is is what the title says: the kind of people I want my children to be. Is um, what what do I want them to raise them to be like? So I you know this is forward looking and hopeful. Um, <laughs> you'll see if I live up to this, right? Um, but this is. I think the kind of the kind of people I want them to be in the world, the kind of citizens and and um, people in the church, and so um, <clears throat> so on that. So did it, did it fit? Okay, it got it. it yeah, there's enough margin there to fit. Okay, so um, first thing I'd say to to my children and and to the children of of this next generation is, you're the next generation's only hope. So no pressure, um, and, and you know it, it's it's something I've I've come to realize. You know, is is I think about, uh, and, and I think someone else said this recently also is, you know, think about what are my kids going to be, what are they going to do uh, in their in their life. But you know, that's it, it's not that they just get to be something in a bubble, and and that's not affected by the rest of the world, and it doesn't affect the rest of the world themselves. Um, really, they're, they're, they can't just be there in the world. Um, they're going to be a part of everywhere they go. Um, they're going to leave a mark. Um, so, <clears throat> um, really, you know, you could it could scare you um, as a parent uh, of what that means. But I think it's an opportunity. Um, I, I and and really to turn it around. I think that's their mission and my mission as, as a parent. Um, <clears throat> as long as as we have to be a part of this world, then let's make it ours. Um, you know, this is this is this only our only life. You only live once, you know, and so um, let's let's make the most of it. Um, <clears throat> so uh, a, a lot of my focus on that, I think, is uh, reactionary. Uh, is is that I want my kids to be the opposite of all the things that I can't stand about you know what we what we live in now. Uh, Facebook and, and everything associated with social me- social media, um, <clears throat> you know, 
Um, uh, but at the same time, I mean, I, you know, um, um, so I mean, you know, when when they're in in the world and and there's people that are arguing at each other and so convinced that they're right no matter what side they're on um, you know I want them to be the voice of sanity um, and moderation uh, when when these issues come up but at the same time I mean they also need to be the ones bold enough that you know if they see error creeping into the church when they're older that that they're the ones to take a stand against it Um, I think I've talked about that plenty in the past so I'm not going to focus on that today Um, but um, Really, you know, I'm thinking more today of of how they can be the the, the voice of, of moderation, um, and as I, I think become my theme phrase, um, if if you don't do it, who will? Uh, and that's that's for the parents and for the kids. Um, is uh, if you're not the voice of sanity, um, then then who will be? Um, and. Yeah, and the other thing I have on the on, on the slide, um, you know, I I really don't know how much you can fix what's broken in the world right now or on Facebook. Um, I'm sure one more post on Facebook will fix it all. You know, I mean, you can't you can't fix it. You know, you I, I, there's really only so much you can do. Ignorance is very deep and very powerful, and um, and people just stake their claim and uh, and and don't want to budge. But you know, you can be the voice of moderation, and you can be what's right, and and maybe you can make your generation better than this one. And that's that's my hope. So, um, <clears throat> all right. So, um, so the first section is, um, you know, to be, um, like I said, uh, moderators in the world, the voice of moderation. So, I thought I'd put my money where my mouth is, or whatever, whatever the phrase is. I, sorry, that's a gambling phrase, I guess. So I don't really like that, but whatever the, the, the better phrase is, you know. Uh, so I took, um, I've done this before. I took a uh, political quiz. Uh, if you've ever heard of the Pew Research Organization, they're they're very neutral. Uh, they don't they don't lean one way or the other. They just do research, uh, and and really everybody I think agrees with that. No matter what side of the spectrum you're on, the the people look to them as as very neutral. So I took their quiz, and um, so I'm like you know, and and I knew this is this is how it was going to go. But w- when I take the quiz, they 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 they're they're sure they can put you in some political category, and that's me smack in the middle. So there. Um, I don't, I don't fit into to, to the categories. Sorry, I, I don't. Um, and and that's that's what I want for my kids. I, I want, I, I don't, I don't want you to be this or that. I just want you to to understand that there's merit to to every side of an argument, mo- more or less. I mean, you know, in, in, in the world there is, you know, uh, in in scripture, you know, I mean, yeah, we can we can say there are some things that are just crazy, but but even then, I mean. You still listen to people um, <clears throat> and understand where they're coming from. Um, I think we've talked about that before. I think that's that's I think that's important even when you're trying to teach someone the gospel and they they believe something that's really out in left field. Um, you still listen to them and understand where where they're at. Um, uh, so so anyway, I thought, I thought that was that was funny. Uh, and then this is another one. I, I took one of the personality tests. I've, I've done this before. It's the Myers Briggs, uh, whatever it is, type indicator, whatever it's called. Um, and, I, and I've done this a few times. So I'm introverted. No kidding, right? <laughs> Who knew that, right? Um, <laughs> just I can't believe it's not 100%. But um, but the other ones, I, I it, every time I take this test, I, I end up somewhere smack in the middle of all of these. It's just. Um, <clears throat> 
you know, it'll it'll go back and forth. I think I, the last one I did was in 2018, and I was slightly different on one of these flipped to the 50% on the other side or whatever. And, you know, and uh, again, that's 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 kind of the idea. So they have, you know, uh, you know, do you? Um, I forget exactly how these break down. Um, Yeah, so kind of kind of these categories, you know. Do you do you think more theoretical, or do you think in a in a very by the book legalistic sort of way? Yeah, both are good. Um, you know, are you very logical, or do you think with emotions? Yes, do that. <laughs> both, right? Um, you know, do you always want to have a plan, or are you not scared and just dive right in? Yeah, both have time, and place, you know, and, and and I think that's 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 kind of the goal there. Um, <clears throat> And uh, you know it's 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 easy to see that in scripture too. Um, uh, I'll I'll try to go through these fast. Let's see. Yeah, I'm already like running out of time. So um, I'll just do a couple of these. I can't I can't get through all of those. Um, this is what I think about a lot. It's Jeremiah six um, sixteen. Um, Alrighty. Um, <clears throat> Jeremiah 6.16 um, Thus says the Lord, stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it and find rest for your souls. Uh, and then it goes on, but they said we will not walk in it and, and of course it's a judgment, but um, ask for the ancient paths. It's one of my, my favorite s- scriptures I, I think of is um, we're, not, we're, we're not looking to make big waves and, and big changes. Um, you know, is, is, is staying you know, conservative in that way. Um, um, But then on on the other side, you know, if you think of the political spectrum and, you know, conservative people tend to be more greedy, well, the Bible also says, don't do that, you know, and so we have to keep swinging from one side to the other. And, um, you know, like I say, we end up in the middle. Um, Not uh, not a love for money. And... um, Theoreticals is is one I like. So First Timothy four seven um, is I think a good warning, uh, especially to men who like to argue. First um, <clears throat> Timothy four seven um, have have nothing to do with irreverent silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. And really, the um, I meant to put more on here, but you know, a lot of Second Timothy goes into this is not getting into endless genealogies and 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 you know just arguments for the sake of argument and quarreling over words and um, you know it's it, we we want to study the Bible, but but there's still warnings in there of don't get don't get all bogged down in too much theory, um, but at the same time um, it's also wrong to swing the other way and be too legalistic. Um, you know, like the Pharisees. So Matthew 23, you have a lot of the woes to the hypocrites, uh, and <clears throat> I think largely the Pharisees there. Matthew 23:23, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and uh, uh, cumin, um, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Um, so you know, kind of a, a classic Pharisee statement and judgment is is they're so focused on doing the things of the law that they missed the theoretical I guess you want to call it that the point of the law um, and so you know we need to have that balance and um, <clears throat> yeah we could go through all of those but
Um, you know, the, the the basic idea is is um, as, as we talked about in Sermon on the Mount. You know, the peacemakers, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of, sons of God. Um, I, I think that's that's a big big piece of what a Christian should be is <coughs> um, to to sort of make people see common ground and see the other side and um, stop the fighting. Um, another one that's that, that's always been a favorite of mine is Romans 12:18. If possible, because <laughs> it's not always, but if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Um, Second <clears throat> um, Corinthians 13:11. I'm just reading them off the slide here. Uh, finally, brothers, rejoice, aim for restoration, comfort one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Um, I think that aim for restoration is um, really trying to to find that um, peace and common ground. Um, and I meant to highlight one of those words, but... Uh, James 3, and I, and I want to read this passage, so um, more than just the verse that's up there. So James chapter 3. Uh, all right. James 3, 13 to 17. Who is wise and understanding among you? Uh, by his good conduct, let him show his works <clears throat> in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not <clears throat> the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambi- ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. But uh, the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Um, so again, the wisdom uh, from above is, is peaceable. And the, the, the other thing I, I, I like in there um, is is open to reason. Um, kind of leads me into my next point there. Um, <clears throat> I think that's another big, big trait. It's not just trying to make peace among a group and other people, but we ourselves need to be open to reason um, and listening, um, and and again, that's something I would want my kids to to to, to always be uh, aware of is um, you know seeing the log in your own eye and and, and that sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, um, this is this is English Standard Version is uh, open to reason. I think some of the versions will say reasonable, and that, that's that that's fine if you understand the meaning of it, but. <laughs> It sounds like, you know, just like you're saying things that aren't unreasonable. And, and I, I think, like, the King James captures it well. Easy to be entreated. Um, and so I think that, that, that really goes to the heart of, uh, of the idea of, you know, the, the uh, open-minded, we might call that, um, or at least willing to hear someone out. Um, all right, this is, this is another one I've, <coughs> uh, I've mentioned in, in comments in the classes um, it's what I call the long game. Um, it's the next big, big section here, and I'm not keeping up with my own notes. Um, there. <coughs> um, so, 
you know, that's that's the idea is 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 you're raising children not just to get by today, but um, and just get this day over with. Although I mean, there are days like that, right? But um, <laughs> but you know, it's 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 the long-term goal and 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 what you want your children to to become, right? Um, and so you know, generally, it's not what what can I do to get through this day or this moment, but uh, basically, how bad am I going to regret this uh, if I take the easy way out? Uh, it might be years from now. A lot of times it's minutes from now uh, that you regret when you take the easy way out. So a little story there. So um, so Marie and Walden aren't, aren't, aren't here today because he's got some sort of like hives or rash or something going on. So I don't, I mean, it doesn't seem to be contagious or anything, but it's just some sort of allergic reaction, I think. But anyway, so Marie's on the phone, you know, with the, trying to get a hold of the nurse and like, you know, for like two hours, kept calling back, trying to, trying to get someone on the line. She's finally got somebody. And then the kid's, and you know, Walden starts like crying or something because he saw a cookie, and I'm like, no, it's not time for that. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. Here's here's some M&Ms. I give him four. You know, it's like just 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 we need to get this phone call. You can't disrupt Marie right now. She's trying to be on the phone. It's taking two hours to get to this point. I get it. There are times that you're just like, you know what? I forget the rules. This is just more important at this moment. <laughs> so I mean, I I know there's those days, right? But. Um, really, we are pretty firm on, on on things like that. Like, no, I said no. I meant no. You know, because um, you really don't want them to think that you're a pushover. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna pay for that probably today at some point. Like, can I have some M and M's? I mean, I know, I know. I just prepared for it, but um, I mean, you know, it's just <laughs> there are times you just realize this is the most critical thing right now is getting him medical care. Here's four M and M's. I'm not gonna give you a ton, just four. And they were like. Yeah! and then run it away and it's like okay good enough um so <clears throat> um but yeah i mean you know it's it's definitely a buckle down you know deep resolve that, that what you're doing is is the right thing for them in the long term and um they're they're going to scream they're going to throw fits they're going to embarrass you in public and it's just like okay i'm just going to take this i i know that this is this is the right thing to do and I say I know that, and then you say, "All right, was it the right thing to do?" So I mean, you always question it, but but you still, I, I think, you know, reevaluate and reassess. But for the most part, you you just have to have at least the mindset that yes, there are going to be some tough decisions, and um, I'm just going to stick with it. So, um, <coughs> all right. So, how much material do I have? Okay. Um. Okay, so long-term um, concerns and and things. So you know, one obviously is honesty. Um, I, I think this one's this one's obvious, but um, you know, lying is a sin. I mean, that's that's clear. But you know, it's it's not just um, correcting that. Um, it's you know, the, the long-term idea of I didn't even write this, but you know, it, it's. It, it poisons your own thinking um, for the long term, and, and and how you look at the world. And if you lie to yourself, then I mean, you 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 know, really probably never become a Christian. I mean, if you're always lying to yourself, but um, <clears throat> you know, it also it also just ruins the any chance you have of having a reputation with people that that they can trust you. Um, and, and that's that's one, uh, uh, you know. Uh, already at, at at four, and probably long before that, you know, Kaylee has learned how to lie. <laughs> Great, you know, and uh, <clears throat> so, you know, any any time that happens, uh, you know, we 
we we certainly do you know spank and things like that when when other things uh, are 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 done that are wrong. Um, but lying is one of those where it's just like I want you to understand if you had done this and you know pushed your brother or whatever it was and you told us the truth you would have gotten a little trouble but because you lied you were going to get a lot of trouble uh, and that's that's one that's you know this is this is one you need to get through your head <laughs> like this is more severe uh than than so many others um respect for authority i think falls in that same sort of category it, it's it's certainly a sin there's many scriptures i didn't look them up but uh one that Bryant will talk about today is <laughs> children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right, uh, which is the sermon uh, this uh, <coughs> this morning is part of it anyway. Um, but um, it's 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 often a, a theme throughout the Bible. But um, <coughs> you know more than just you know the idea of they need to respect me. Um, it's instilling the idea that they need to respect authority. Um, <clears throat> and, and most of all, um, they get the idea that they need to have a respect for God in the Bible. And I mean, respect like you respect a high voltage line, you know, <laughs> like you you respect that, like you do not ever um, lose respect for the authority of God in the Bible. Um, <clears throat> that's That's, again, critical for... You know, I, I think for them to ever become a Christian and stay a Christian one day um, <clears throat> is that that they would have that long-lasting uh, respect for the authority of God. Um, and then, of course, again, the lesser but important idea of having a respect for authority at school or in work of the military, um, <clears throat> around law enforcement, and and respecting the, the elders of a church if a church has them. Um, all of that also, and, and I mean, definitely, but, but more than anything, I mean, you're, you're trying to train them to be Christians on their own one day. Um, um, this is a big one. I, I haven't talked about this in a long time, but um, when, when do I expect my children to, to become adults and, and be ready to leave home? Um, not that I would kick them out by that age, um, you know. I don't know, maybe, but no, probably not. Um, but but you know, when when do I expect and hope that they would be ready um, to be out on their own? Um, <clears throat> so uh, you know, I, it, there's a there's a phrase I think John used it the other day. It's called adulting, um, which it sounds like adultery, and it's not. Uh, just to be clear, um, and and yes, I've known that before you. Thank you very much. So you didn't make me hip, yes. Um, but but uh, yeah, I, it's so you know it's that's the modern word. We we used to call it maturity. Now it's called adulting. I don't know. So whatever. But even then, I think e- even though people try to try to put a a word to it that makes it like you know we just invented this concept. Uh, I, I think everybody agrees on the idea of what it is to be mature and to be an adult. Um, which is is nice because we challenge what it means to be a boy or a girl. So I'm surprised we still accept the idea of being an adult, but I'm sure that'll change. But anyway, um, 
so I mean I'm not going to try to argue what what does maturity look like or what what are the the, the mile markers uh, per se, um, but whatever it is, um, whatever whatever I want my kids to to be uh, as mature um, is. <coughs> um, what do I need to do to get them there by whatever age I want them to be mature by? Um, you know, if it's to be a problem solver or control their temper or whatever, um, then, then I need to be doing that, you know, now for years and years and ahead of time. And, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of this, I think, comes from my own experience of when, when I became 18 and 21 and 25, I still wasn't feeling like I was an adult and ready to be out on my own and 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 I you know joined the military and I think that finally got me to being an adult um, and and I don't I don't want them my kids to have to be that old and have to go figure it out on, on their own I should be preparing them to <coughs> to be adults um, so you know I don't know what the age is um, you know, back in the day, it was like 14, you know, right? I mean, whatever it was, it's like, all right, well, you know, you can, uh, you can, you can lift more than 50 pounds. Great. Go out there and, you know, <laughs> tend the fields and, and, and be on your own. And, um, you know, whereas us, high school goes till 17 or 18. And, um, but, you know, whatever it is, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't, I'm obviously not going to want the kids to leave the house before they graduate high school or anything, but, um, you know, they face adult temptations before college. Um, it's it's a tough world out there, and it always has been, really. Um, you know, I want them to be more than ready uh, to take on life by the time they, they graduate high school. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, again, long-term, long-term ideas. Always thinking about marriage. Um, I I think that's important is um, always always thinking about what what to look for in a in, in a spouse and 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 us um, teaching and, and showing them that I I'll never forget uh, when when Leon Malden was here and he was doing his lessons um, and his daughter was in the front row too it was, so it was funny he was talking about her and um, you know the story that um, when she was younger you know there was there was a boy and he's like you know. He would make a fine husband one day. I don't know how old she was. I'm sure very, you know, still in high school or whatever. And and uh, she's like, I, you know, I just like him, you know, as a friend. He's just, you know, that's that's all. And and uh, and then Leon Malden said, it's like, well, that's good. You just you just keep having him as your best friend. And when it comes time to marry, you go ahead and marry your best friend. Um, and I just I love that. <laughs> you know, for one, the idea of there's time to marry. I thought was an interesting um, thing to say. <laughs> and and so she did. And. <laughs> And they're still together, um, and I just think that's the coolest story. Um, <clears throat> you know, is 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 you're this you're, you're showing them what to look for in a spouse, and um, I think I think Glenn talked about that well um, in the husbands and wives class that he did. Um, <clears throat> and of course, like, trying to make yourself uh, you know a good catch or whatever you want. Um, you know, it's great to think you know. Well, I want the perfect spouse. It's like, yeah, what about you though? <laughs> Um, so I, I, you know, I remember always asking myself, you know, would I marry me? Um, you know, would I make a good catch? And I remember thinking, no, <laughs> I don't think I would. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put up with me. So 
I had to tell. Um, it goes back to the idea of, of being an adult and being ready to, uh, to, to. So it's like, okay, I guess I'll I'll change who I am. Um, and that was that was a big part of why I wanted to, to to join the military. And that's you know that's totally a personal choice. I'm not at all saying anyone has to do that. And again, I would hope that we could train our children to be ready before then. But um, you know that's 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 what it takes. I think sometimes is. Um, to really see that you know who you are in the eyes of others. Um, <clears throat> all right, this is one I, I thought of before, and actually I heard this in a in a sermon um, recently too. Um, Stephen Russell, who I listen to a lot, um, mentioned this idea. So this is kind of interesting. Um, what does what does adulthood uh, mean for a woman? Um, so, like, from, you know, age 4 to 17, you know, we're thinking about school and how to get them through school. Um, and, again, I'm thinking about daughters specifically, right? And, um, you know, and so they, they get through high school, and then you send your daughter to college because that's what all the schooling was for, right? And so um, then they're, you know, racking up the college debt, and then they meet a boy, and then suddenly uh, it dawns on her and, and everyone else, uh, you know, I want to get married and have a family and settle down, um, so I guess I need to find a way to finish my degree and then you know I can't give up this career that I've been working for my whole life uh, and I've got all this debt and so I guess my husband's going to have to find a way to kind of support that uh, wait a minute I'm supposed to be submissive oh I forgot about that because um, I just kind of assumed I was never going to find anybody so I was just preparing to be single my whole life and uh, oh now what <laughs> and you know I, I don't know I, I don't know we, we just kind of go along with society sometimes, I think, and, and the idea that, that everybody's going to go to college and everybody's got to be out on their own, and, and, and there's maybe some truth to that, you know, if, if you don't get married, but, um, yeah, what happens if if if, if that happens and, and, and your daughter is in college and, and, and finishes college and then, you know, she's expecting to be an independent person and, and, and a leader in the world and take on the world and, and now she's got to, you know, or wants to um, stay at home with the kids or something. Um, well, uh, you know, I, I don't know what, what, what the answer to that is. I'm not saying that all uh, girls and, and women have to stay at home with the kids or, or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but you know, maybe we need to have as parents some 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 serious conversations with with our daughters and even among ourselves as as, as mother and father of um, you know what what message are we sending to 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 our daughters and 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 you know how much uh, how much do we want to get their hopes up of what their life's going to be like and 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 then it changes um, <clears throat> so you know that's. I don't have an answer for that, of course. Um, I don't know what I'm going to tell my daughter. and um, I really don't, but I, I just bring that up to bring it up. Um, as, as I, I think we we forget about that part <laughs> and then just try to try to figure it out um, along the way. Yes, sir.
Yeah. And I, I, I certainly agree with that. I mean, you, you, you take the situation that you're in and you, you make the most godly decision uh, of, of, of where you're at. Um, that's, that's definitely true. But uh, I, I think what happens uh, a lot of times is, you know, you, you just find yourself in that situation and then really feel awkward to even bring it up. Um, you know, the, the man doesn't, doesn't want the, to, to have to say, you know, honey, you have to give up your dreams. Um, that's, that's, that's really... Um, I don't know. I guess because I've grown up in 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 this era, but it it seems incredibly offensive and and bold to say that. Um, there was a time, of course, that that wasn't. But <laughs> you know, and I don't know which one is right or wrong. But um, it still you know leads to a an, an awkward kind of conversation that you don't want to have, and so you don't have it. And then there's two expectations that are crisscrossing in the night of what the husband thinks is going to happen and what the wife thinks is going to happen and then it just ends up someone gets disappointed and I don't know. Um, okay, running out of time. So running out of time. Um, <clears throat> Alright, so kind of wrapping up this section. Um, <clears throat> so thinking about long term, you know, I also want to instill that in my children um, is that, you know, when they have children they need to think long term. So, even as I'm doing these things, I, I sort of, I think, need to somehow clue them in that I'm preparing them for the long term so that they can teach their children to do the exact same lessons. Um, so it's, it's kind of weird to think about it that way, but I don't even know how you do that. But, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but you know, it's, again, it doesn't just stop at the next generation. Um, I think Brian and I have, have talked about this. You know, you see that in, the, in, in some of the Old Testament figures. You know, like you've got, you know, uh, Eli raised Samuel, and Samuel did great, and then Samuel had kids, and they were a train wreck. And <laughs> you got to the next generation, and then once you got two generations down, which I know Samuel's not Eli's son, but you know, just, he raised him. Um, you know, w- once you get two generations in, we've forgotten the principles that were that were instilled in you know, <laughs> in Samuel. And like, are, are we preparing not only our kids, but our you know, for them to prepare the next generation and the next generation and the next generation? Um, <clears throat> all right, I've left myself with five minutes to talk about um, probably the uh, biggest third rail that I wanted to get into today. So that's good or bad, I don't know. Anyway, um, so sensitivity um, is kind of the last section I wanted to get to. Uh, and I mean that in a good way, not like being overly sensitive, but actually caring about others and um, people in other cultures and, and you know, and their, like I said, beliefs and views and what their past is. And so um, where that comes up a lot lately is, is with race um, and, and um, issues of, of racism. And of course, I'm, I'm speaking mostly to um, the white people that will hear this and um, and how we think and talk about um, <clears throat> the history of black people in this country. And this is kind of a big debate uh, in the news and things like that lately. Um, and <clears throat> um, so why am I bringing this up? Well, one, again, I, I think it's, it's just a, a, a good principle to 
care about others and 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 what they go through and what they've been through and uh, and their past and uh, things like that. Um, I, I think that's um, that's that's kind of the you know one of the thrusts of, of Romans 14 is um, you know considering even if something even if you have the liberty to do something and even if you're you know the stronger brother that you you still uh, care about the the concerns of others even if you think they're silly um, and maybe you don't think they're silly but I'm just saying um, okay but why am I bringing this up at church so um, you know the idea that 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 we uh, in the United States kind of gloss over the messy parts of history, which is the the big accusation these days, like slavery. Um, you know, it sounds exactly like what I think is a big problem with how most churches teach the Bible um, is that we really gloss over the messy parts of the Bible history. Um, and and um, <clears throat> I, I think Brian uh, actually does a good good job of, of not doing that. Um, did a re- uh, lesson recently on Judges 17 to 18, which is a really messy part of the Bible, um, and even alluded to the what, 19 through 21, which is probably the most disturbing part of the entire Bible, right there. Um, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it, <laughs> and I, I, so I'm guilty of this too. But um, I don't even know. I, I mean, I guess I can't imagine teaching that in a sermon. Um, but it's it is the Bible, you know, um, and that's. <clears throat> um, you know, I, where I grew up, and I think probably a lot of people can relate, uh, especially if you grew up in like a denomination, is you learn a sanitized version of the Bible. Um, you know, the, the New Testament is really all that matters. You know, I mean, yeah, there's that, that big section in the front, but, um, you know, the, the, the New Testament is really what's important. Um, I'm saying this a little sarcastically, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, because the old law is done away with. Um, did I? Okay, I just want to make sure I'm on the right slide. Um, you know, Hebrews 8.13, for example, um, talks about that, you know, and, and that's true, that the old law is done away with and we're in the new covenant and, you know, we don't have to uh, practice circumcision and we can eat pork and, you know, I mean, okay, those th- it is done away with. Um, but, you know, as, as we often say here, the, the, old, the old law is still a tutor to us. Um, <clears throat> You know, but but I mean, at least like like I say, from my experience, you know, we barely talked about the Old Testament and rarely got into any depth. Um, and if you do really sit down with the Old Testament and study it, you will find that it is a hot mess. Um, not that the scriptures are a mess, but the people are. You know, um, like I, I I don't I could be wrong. I definitely could be wrong. But you know, from from my knowledge, limited that it is, there's like one guy in the whole Old Testament that doesn't have some horrible dark side that you see in a story, and it's Boaz. Uh, he gets like a clean record the whole way through, and, you know, unless it's somebody who gets like a sentence. Uh, but other than that, you know, like everybody, especially the men, are just a mess. Um, and these are the heroes, and these are you know, the, 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 the people that we're to, to draw inspiration from. Um, <clears throat> you know, and then I, I think it's funny that even Boaz, even though his... He, we don't see him doing anything wrong. His mother uh, was Rahab, assume, presumably Rahab the Canaanite prostitute. So he's even got a, an interesting background, um, but not necessarily a bad one. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, you, they're just, in a lot of ways, so much, horrible examples. Um, and you don't come away with a lot of hope for people. <laughs> um, and, I, and I think that's kind of the point is, you know, we need a savior. <laughs> um, and I think that's a lot of what the Old Testament is leading to is, People aren't good enough on their own. 
um, like Brian's lesson, you know, when there when there was no king um, in Israel. Um, uh, but then Hebrews 11 embraces the faith in all these guys, um, and so <clears throat> I don't think Hebrews 11 is is trying to whitewash the past. Um, I think it's just saying that there is some good that came out of a really messy history, um, and so that's 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 my point. Is history is very messy, uh, and our heroes are flawed, and and with the Bible, I don't think we should run from that. Um, we should teach it to our children. I say eventually unfiltered. I'm not ready to teach it unfiltered to my two and four year olds yet. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> trying to ease into that. <laughs> I don't know when exactly I would be ready to tell them about Judges 19 through 21, but um, we want to talk about it. Um, <clears throat> but you know, just to say that that when um, people talk about this with race and that they want to bring up the past. Um, you know, maybe there's a log in our eye, <laughs> too, um, that, that we, we run from the past sometimes, and, and, and we shouldn't. Um, so, you know, just, just consider, you know, our own attitudes and, and, to, and to love our brothers. Um, so, um, I'm basically out of time. Um, but I, I really do want to try to teach, you know, more sensitivity. Um, <clears throat> I don't want them to think that other languages sound weird or some people have funny names. Uh, I, I think, you know, and I hear that even in, like, you know, um, when people try to read the names out of the Bible. You know, it's like, oh, there's some weird names. It's like, they're names. They're people's names. Um, you know, I, I, I'd like us to be a little more considerate of that, you know. and um, that's, that's what I would try to, to teach them. Um, you know, and just 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 being sensitive to that. Um, and then I had a lot of other points that I wasn't even going to try to get through because other people have covered this. But uh, I agree with all these: is 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 trying to teach them to be capable Bible students, to love learning, to love a challenge, and not be afraid of challenges. Um, and along that line, to be optimistic um, and and uh, controlling anger. I think that was a good one that that, that Bryant kind of alluded to. And, um, you know, hardworking and, and, and able to work with your hands and having that confidence that comes with that, as, as Clay said, and, um, you know, teaching boys to be leaders and, and girls to be supportive and submissive um, in their roles also. So I'm out of time. Um, so that's that. Um, so we've got about 13 minutes, and uh, then we'll uh, come back for uh, our worship service. <coughs>